0: Welcome to the Kara Michelle Show, where we break out of the matrix together and return heaven to earth. This is a place for the spiritual seekers and leaders, the dreamers and doers, the conscious creators and world changers. You can expect a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but mostly a whole lot of purpose, freedom and sovereignty. And of course, all things quantum. May this podcast serve you in remembering the truth of who you are, all that you came here to do, and how deeply supported you are in doing it. You are incredibly powerful and your mission is protected. So it's time to dial up your frequency and recalibrate to your higher self and limitless potential. Get ready because we're about to blast off. A new reality awaits you on the other side. I'll see you there. Today we're diving into self-acceptance because you have all these big dreams and there's so much you know you're here to achieve and you're probably doing as much as you can every single day to get there and yet sometimes it can become disheartening or easy to beat up on ourselves or judge ourselves when we're not where we want to be and this is for you if you're in this place. It's also a love letter to myself, (laughs) because I definitely fall into this a lot. And it's taken a lot of mindfulness practice over the years to decrease this intensity and the desire to have everything right now. And I still fall into it at times, so I'm by no means perfect, but I believe I will have some things that can help you if you're in this place. So I want you to realize you're not lazy, you're not behind, you're just healing, and you're coming up against mountains probably every single day that you are not expecting to encounter, especially those of us who are on this path and you're in your ascension journey, which means that you're constantly clearing out karma and clearing out unwanted or lower level beliefs and patterns and habits and people and environments and traumas and pains and like literally anything that is of that lower density that's holding you back or potentially getting in the way or sabotaging and causing these roadblocks. Like these are things that we can't necessarily plan for and they take time, they take energy to navigate and to overcome. It's like if you started climbing a mountain and (laughs) 10 steps in, you roll your ankle and then you're like, oh, wow, I did not expect to do that. And so it takes some tender loving care or it takes you slowing down a tiny bit or pausing to address what just happened. And then maybe you keep going. But you're moving a little bit slower than you first thought or you're plugging away and acting like nothing happened but then eventually it catches up to you. So what hit me this morning as I was reflecting on this, I've had some beautiful conversations with friends the last week and I noticed how much this was a common theme for all of us and unfortunately with A society that's been programmed under really toxic masculinity it's rampant (laughs) like everyone has experienced this feeling of you need to work harder you need to push more because where you are and who you are isn't enough it can lead to a lot of unhealthy coping strategies such as not coping at all (laughs) numbing or avoiding or just finally taking that step back to accept that you're not able to push through at the pace that you wanted. And as I was talking to a couple of friends, it was really clear the amount of shame and self-judgment that each person was putting on themselves because they weren't where they wanted to be. And I'm no stranger to that, (laughs) even though It feels like the last decade of my life has been very much full commitment to personal development, personal healing, finding every possible tool that I needed in order to heal after all the grief of losing Derek and um, really having a lot of trauma, unworthiness, things like that after being raped and the car accident was very disassociative and made me extremely ungrounded and so then it was hard to feel safe in my body as well as the rape actually so both of those were like let's just like float above and escape and not come back to my body because it's not safe here and so there was so much work that needed to be done to heal these things add that on top of years of anxiety and extreme insecurities, and all the things that I think we can all relate to, it took time. And what that meant is that for me in the last five years since I started my coaching business, and I went all in, and I had these huge, huge goals for myself, because I am competitive, I maybe don't show it. (laughs) I like keep it inside. And I have moments where I turn it off or end up settling, which I'm working on not falling into as often. But I have this intense competitive drive and I want the absolute best for myself and for people around me and for what I'm here to create. And so when I first started my business, I was already in the beliefs and, Like, I'm going to have a 10K launch right off the bat, even though I know nothing about business, I know nothing about a coaching program or coaching, but I had this intense, deep inner knowing that this is what I'm meant to do, and I had the full download for my Thrive course. It came through like I was just channeling and typing into my notes on my computer and like, week one, day one, day two, day three, and like all the way for 90 days, I had just this whole framework drop in. And so I was like, Oh, wow, I'm so supported in bringing this into the world. Look at how easily it came through me. Of course, I'm going to have success with this and I can have fast success. And that's my dreamer nature as well, where I just I like, try not to see limitations if if possible. So I had this big goal for myself, and right off the bat, and I actually did hit the 10k launch, but I didn't realize it, because A, <laughs> your girl's really bad with numbers, and B, I had people in on different payment plans, and some were extended. I didn't have, like, the pay in fulls that I maybe thought or hoped for, and so my mental story was that this launch was a failure because I didn't have like the 10k launch right in my hands and that money in the bank account immediately. And lo and behold, that actually led to major spiraling that continued for five years. (laughs) So really grateful to be out of that place. But the reason I'm sharing this is because I have had so many experiences in this journey specifically with business and with my mission work, where I've felt very defeated and really disappointed in myself for the way I've handled things or not handled things. The, what I believe is a lack of achievement because there's so much more that I thought I would have done in this time period. And I feel like there's nothing to show For it externally, and there's a lot of shame around that. And what I noticed as my friends were sharing their experiences too, this level of shame was really, really strong of knowing that you're here for so much more and you're capable of so much more. And you're looking at your life or yourself, maybe you're looking at things on paper or you're looking in the mirror and you're just not happy with what you see and it's a really hard place to be in so firstly if you're there I want you to know you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you for thinking that or feeling that because that's what's been ingrained in us I know people who grew up in extremely wealthy families really privileged and they feel that way I know people who grew up in third world countries with multiple wars taking place, and they feel that way. So I don't think it matters who you are, where you come from. I really think this programming extended across the entire planet in its own ways, where we all just have that intense drive to create more. And Social media obviously amplifies it when you see people who look like they have all the things and you feel even more behind or the pressures that you might feel from family and feeling like there's more that needs to be done to support them as well as being a really heart-centered, purpose-driven light worker of course, you know, there's a part of you in your soul that knows like, this is in my blueprint. This is literally what I incarnated for. And you can feel the magnitude of it. And when you feel that so deeply, but your human self hasn't caught up, of course, that can feel really challenging. Because it feels like you see the vision, and you feel the impact or the the magnitude as I said and then you think you're still way over at square one so it can be really challenging and that's why I want to come into the self-compassion piece of realizing how much you're healing every day on the way to get there I think about actually as I was reflecting on this I think about it actually and as I was reflecting on it earlier I was like, man, you know, my parents' generation would definitely say I'm lazy. (laughs) I know a lot of people who think I don't work hard. I just travel the world. I do nothing. I'm spoiled or privileged or lazy or I'm a brat or who knows what else they say. Honestly, I don't care anymore because nobody knows anything of what I'm doing in my life. Or the amount of inner work I'm doing to transmute things and get to where I am and see the world the way that I do. But that's just beside the point. The point is, is that generation valued the grind because that was what they knew. So I look at my dad and the amount of grind he put into building his business and the family business. And it was not healthy, but that's what they valued. They didn't value the family time. They didn't value the personal healing work. They didn't value uh, their own mindset or beliefs or self-care. None of that really mattered to them. So I had this little internal dialogue (laughs) earlier where I was kind of picturing like someone making a comment about the luxury I have of like, now that i've really have fine tuned things in my business and simplified everything i am extremely pr- privileged in the amount of work i need to do each day physically but i'm still doing inner work which i think is just as valuable if not more so but i imagine them kind of making a comment about like how nice it is to just be Lounging around or meditating or like sitting in reflection and then coming and talking about it on a podcast or something. And my response in my mind, in my imagination, was like, well, if my parents had done more of the inner work, I wouldn't have to because I'm transmuting a lot of their karma and a lot of their unhealthy patterns. And not saying it in a judgmental way, it's just a fact. And (laughs) if they had done that, I would have more energy to do the external things. But right now, I'm prioritizing so much of the inner work, and it's exhausting to do both. And as I thought about my friend who recently has been going through really, really big bouts of self-judgment and healing that, and realizing where it stemmed from, and really early family memories, and reasons why she feels like her whole worth is in the money, and in the providing, and in the business, and reaching these goals, and yet she's still not reaching them, and feels very similar to myself, actually. And I was thinking about, like, it would be so much easier for her to fully prioritize just the external building if this trauma wasn't there, if the pain wasn't there, if all the limiting beliefs from her childhood weren't there, if the heavy amounts of shame and guilt and judgment weren't there and hadn't been carried for decades. So that's why I want to invite you to really take the moment to pause And if you feel like you're behind, if you judge yourself at times for not being further or not getting more done in a day and not having more of that physical proof to show for what you're doing, take a minute to reflect on the inner things that you've done. Look at like the beliefs you've shifted the intergenerational patterns that you're breaking, the intergenerational patterns that you're breaking by choosing a different path and all of the deep energy work or emotional work that might be taking up a lot of time right now to set the foundation for everything you're building. And, and I've seen it myself probably thousands of times now that the inner creates the outer. So the inner shifts you're making actually allow the outer to happen easier. If you're hustling and working so hard and grinding like I was the first year of my business, I would work like 16 hours a day, seven days a week. God only knows what I was even doing. (laughs) I was like learning all these things about marketing I was constantly making new, like, websites and sales pages and things for this program and accounts for that and, like, busy work. It was not actually necessary work at all, but I felt like I needed to be doing work in order to have success and in order to prove myself, so I was great at generating more work and I would sit on my computer, I would wake up early because that's what successful people do. And that's what, you know, a lot of the toxic masculine programming from business coaches I was following at that time and like idolizing were promoting that. And no doubt in my mind, it did help me quantum leap and like make a lot of physical strides forward because I did get a lot done by. Waking up that early, working all day, cutting out any distractions, no Netflix, nothing, literally only personal development or marketing and self-development, business building, like only the things that actually served me were getting any access to my field, but that was not a healthy workflow, and it led to a lot of burnout. It led to me then continuing to make decisions from the consciousness of someone who is struggling and from the consciousness of someone who is in fear of not achieving something. So when we make decisions from that belief system or from that lower level of energy, it can only bring us the matching corresponding reality. So what kind of decisions did that look like? That looked like me investing in coaches that didn't feel aligned my intuition straight up said this is not the person for you but i paid 10,000 plus dollars put it on credit cards i operated from fear and desperation because i thought oh my gosh if i don't do this i'm never going to get where i want to be so i need to i have to operating from fear right that's a really low place to operate from whereas when i look at how i operate now or even how I've supported clients in getting out of that place. And when you do that inner work, when you take the time to slow down and do a bit of healing and you start to feel worthy of taking breaks or worthy of creating more abundance without having to put in as much effort or worthy of the mission and the business and the purpose and the things you're wanting to create, When you start to get into a more abundant mindset or just higher vibration in a lighter place of being, and you start to shift into like the version of you who's like, yeah, of course I get to do this. And it gets to feel really good. You make decisions from a higher level of consciousness and you actually attract better results. So you could force and get there. Or you could feel good and get there. The end result is the same. Because if you want something and you're not willing to give up, you're going to get there. The difference is, is how do you want the journey to look? And what I would love you to take away from this is that your healing isn't slowing you down. Your breaks to pause or give yourself rest or move through and uncover patterns and habits that aren't serving you or beliefs that aren't serving you, that is not a hindrance. That is not putting you behind. And it definitely isn't lazy for you to want a good quality of life, an amazing quality of life while also making your mission work. You get to have all of it. So I encourage you to work on shifting those beliefs. Do whatever you need to sit with this shame and give yourself permission to let it go because that shame isn't yours to carry and that judgment isn't yours to carry. It's all something you learned from outside of you. And the second you give yourself permission to let that go, and you show up for yourself daily, like, I actually deserve to feel good, and I'm not behind, and I can celebrate that this is where I am right now, and even if it's not exactly what I wanted, I am getting there, and here is a list of things I am proud of myself for, maybe I don't have XYZ, but I do have abc (laughs) i have the foundation i have the starting blocks the first letters you know the things that are actually going to get me there so celebrate what you have been doing and that's the key that's the key if you can give yourself grace for where you're at and what you're moving through the journey is going to become a lot more enjoyable Because otherwise, that will always be hanging over your head. It will always be telling you you're not good enough. Even when you hit the goal, even when you reach the milestone, you can probably think of a handful of times in your life where you got the thing that you wanted. And a little bit later, you're like, well, now what? Now there's more. And now I have to work harder and hustle and make it happen now. And it's never ending. So give yourself grace to enjoy where you are, to accept where you are, to celebrate all that's been done to get you here, and to realize that you're not just playing in the outer world here. You're not just building externally. This is all an internal foundation, and... It doesn't mean anything about you if you need to slow down, if you need to rest and recharge or refill your cup. In fact, that is always the best thing you can do to keep yourself moving forward from a place of love and joy instead of fear and force. So I hope this message landed on whatever ears needed to hear it. And. Give yourself a big hug right now. (laughs) Like, damn, look at where I am. Look at what I've lived through. Look at all these mountains I have crossed that people probably have no idea about. And I'm really going to choose in this moment to be proud of myself for navigating those. (sighs) And maybe what if that could be enough? What if for today that could be enough to celebrate as I continue working forward. So I'm sending you lots of love and I'll see you on the next episode.